Welcome to Streaming Into the Voids, What's New in Streaming, where we discuss the highlights of what's available for you to stream this week. I'm Kim Hollis, and with me are Raul Burial, David Mumpower, and Tim Bridey. We'll start with Hulu and one that we missed on May 31st, and that is Pistol Season 1, directed by the great Danny Boyle. This FX series takes a look at the formation and tumultuous rise of the Sex Pistols based on the book Lonely Boy Tales from a Sex Pistol from member Steve Jones. I haven't watched it yet, but from the promo photos I've seen, the the makeup people need uh, need awards for this. They look like the Sex Pistols. So that's mm-hmm. a really good job they did there. On June 15th, Hulu will bring us Love Victor Season 3, premiering on both Hulu and Disney+. Plus. Yep. For the third and last season of this series, which spun off from the movie Love, Simon, Disney finally saw the light of day and decided to put it on Disney+, Plus, where it was originally slated to stream before, it had, before being exiled to Hulu for the first two seasons. Take that, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next up on June the 16th is The Old Man, Season 1. Jeff Bridges plays one of those retired assassins you really shouldn't mess with who gets messed with. It also stars John Lithgow and Amy Brenneman and will also be appearing on FX. I wonder if he kills a whole bunch of guys. (laughs) And we close out Hulu with the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival coming June 16th through the 18th. They will be streaming the popular music festival from Manchester, Tennessee, which is not too, too far from us. It features such artists as The Chicks, Robert Plant and Alison Krauss, Tool, Stevie Nicks, Machine Gun Kelly, and many, many more. Okay, we move on to Netflix and one we missed in Working Moms Season 6, which debuted on May 10th. Yeah, we missed this one by a mile, and that's all on me. I mean, I got to own up to it. Anytime we miss a title, that's because I just was not doing my homework. Uh, We missed this one back when it premiered back in May, but I figured we really should mention it before it shows up in the ratings next week. Absolutely, yes. Okay, now we have on June 11th, Amy Schumer's Parental Advisory. This is part of the Netflix is a Joke, the festival series, with Schumer welcoming her favorite comedians to the stage in this special about family life, from the pressures of parenting to the joys of remarriage. Then we have another Netflix is a Joke, the festival comedy series entry in Pete Davidson Presents the Best Friends, which will debut on June the 13th. I'm glad to see Pete Davidson can get himself a gig after not being on SNL anymore. (laughs) I was commenting the other day that he may just be in commercials for the rest of his career after this, but you know, whatever. There's another comedy show from part of the Netflix is a joke, the festival series on June the 14th. And that one is Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, Ladies Night Live. Well, that's cool. So the cast of Grace and Frankie going back to more of their comedy roots or. Yeah. Well, well, I don't know that Jane Fonda ever had comedy roots, but certainly Lily Tomlin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they were in nine to five together. I guess that was funny, right? True. Yeah. Okay, also on June the 14th is the Jennifer Lopez documentary, Halftime. This is a behind-the-scenes look at Jennifer Lopez's career and concert life, and it's premiered on opening night at the Tribeca Film Festival on June 8th. All right, we move on to a very busy June the 15th. 
which starts with Centauro to clear his son's mother's debt to a cartel. A super bike racer becomes a drug courier, risking his chances of going pro and jeopardizing his own life. This is a Spanish film and apparently features a Goya nominee. (laughs) Next up on the 15th is God's Favorite Idiot, season one. Ben Falcone stars in this one as Clark in an R-rated comedy series. He's been chosen by God to save mankind, but he's going to need help. The cast includes Ben Falcone's wife, Melissa McCarthy, who plays his office crush. Danger, this one was created by Ben Falcone, so, you know, the quality Uh, is suspect. (laughs) Kimberly, may I? You may. Go ahead. So, friends... This one is important to me, and so we're going to go off the reservation a bit here. Kim's going to read something afterward to describe what it is that will have interest for you. But I want to say why Iron Chef matters so much to us, and that is because roughly 20 years ago, we were going through divorces, both of us, and we really didn't even know each other that well at the time. And yet, Kimberly and I, from hundreds of miles away, would pick up a phone, we would call each other, and we would say, press play. And the show we would watch together from hundreds of miles away was the original Japanese version of Iron Chef, which means that in a way it is the most important piece of pop culture in our relationship, which is why we are jumping with joy this week. Kimberly, Diane, my wife, why is that? Because Iron Chef Quest for an Iron Legend Season 1 will debut on Netflix on June the 15th. Iron Chef is back. In this next level cooking competition, culinary stars compete to enter an epic finale and vie for the title of Iron Legend. Mark Dacascos, who we also really have liked, returns as the chairman, while Top Chef winner Kristen Kish joins Alton Brown as co-host. The Iron Chefs include the very lovely Curtis Stone, Marcus Samuelson, Gabriella Camara, Ming Tsai, who I love, 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 and Dominique Crenn. And judges will include former Iron Chefs Wolfgang Puck and Masaharu Morimoto. I am, okay, well, maybe not as big of an Iron Chef super fan as David and Kim are, but I do love Iron Chef. I just feel that every time it's been rebooted, they've always seemed to have missed an element of the formula. In this one, the fact that they are actually bringing back Mark Dukeskis as the chairman is great. The fact that they're bringing back Alton Brown and Iron Chef Morimoto is great. But what they're missing this time is Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay is locked in to a contract on Food Network, which is over at Warner Brothers Brothers Discovery. So you can expect that he will not be showing up here at all. It's difficult to get that perfect combination on Iron Chef. It sure looks like they're trying and I'm certainly excited to see it return. I imagine this will be great background viewing for me. And the other thing to keep in mind here, based on what you're saying is Alton Brown had to break what was effectively a 20 year relationship with the Food Network in order to do this show for Netflix. That's how important it was for him to make sure that the new Iron Chef was done right. Okay, we have four more June 15th releases that we'll run through real quick, starting with Web of Make-Believe, Death, Lies, and the Internet, Season 1. Conspiracy, fraud, violence, and murder. What starts out virtual can get real all too quickly, and when the web is worldwide, so are the consequences. This is a docuseries that I will not be watching. Next up is 
heart parade. To save her job, a dog-fearing, career-minded woman must travel to Krakow, where she meets a charming widower, his son, and their four-legged best friend. This is basically Poland's Hallmark movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to subscribe to that Uh uh, newsletter. Uh I figured. And then we have Maldivas Season 1. To investigate a mystery, a young woman moves into a posh community where she comes into contact with its quirky and suspicious residents. This is a Brazilian series. And our final June 15th release is Argentinian and is a film called The Wrath of God. Convinced the tragic deaths of her loved ones were orchestrated by a famous novelist she worked for, Luciana turns to a journalist to expose her truth. Sounds totally plausible. Mm. Okay, now we move on to June 16th because Lord knows Netflix has a bunch of stuff coming on June 16th, but the first one is actually kind of fun. It's Sing, Dance, Act, Kabuki featuring Toma Ikuta. Actor Toma Ikuta trains for his first Kabuki theater performance with his longtime friend, Kabuki actor Matsuya Onoe. I feel I'm supposed to know who Toma Ikuta is. And I'm missing something here. Yeah, I don't know who he is either, but the trailer was rather delightful. I could see myself watching it. And next up is a Swedish romantic comedy called Love and Anarchy. It's the second season of this series. After receiving heartbreaking news, Sophie's reluctance to deal with her grief sends her life, career, and relationship with Max into a tailspin. Also on June 16th is... Karma's World, Volume 2. From a best friend anthem to brainy bop, this collection of tunes from Karma shows her singing, shining, and freestyling alongside friends and family. And this is, of course, an animated series. Collision is a South African film. Over the course of one fateful day, a corrupt businessman and his socialite wife race to save their daughter from a notorious crime lord. And next up, we have another part of the Netflix is a Joke, the festival series, and it is Snoop Dogg's f***ing around comedy special. Sorry, you're going to have to bleep me, Raul. (laughs) (laughs) I give up. Yep. And finally, the last June 16th release is kind of an interesting one. It's called Dead End Paranormal Park Season 1. Teens Barney and Norma become fast friends and help each other through tough times while battling vengeful spirits at a haunted theme park. This is an expansion of a series that originally appeared on Cartoon Hangover and is known for featuring LBGTQ plus characters, including the main character who is trans. Okay, two more, two more Netflix releases. The first one is Spiderhead, a movie featuring Miles Teller and Journey Smollett and another guy who you might have heard of. Yep, Miles Teller and Journey Smollett are two inmates who form a connection while grappling with their past in a state-of-the-art penitentiary run by a brilliant visionary played by Chris Hemsworth who experiments on his subjects with mind-altering drugs. That's right. Think of it as a live action Krieger played by Chris Hemsworth, everyone. (laughs) I can't get past Chris Hemsworth as a brilliant visionary. He wears glasses, so he's, yeah, you'll you'll totally buy him as that. Yeah, it'll it'll work. And finally, 
You Don't Know Me is a four-part limited series that premiered on the BBC back in 2021, telling the story of a young man who stands accused of murder, but who has an extraordinary story to tell. That's a lot of Netflix stuff. That is a lot of Netflix. And the chances are good that any number of them could appear on the charts. So you gotta gotta cover them. Mm, Spoiler, (laughs) one of these will be the biggest Netflix non-English premiere ever. My money's on the Chris Hemsworth movie. (laughs) You know it. Okay, we move over to HBO Max and one that we embarrassingly missed, which is Fantastic Beasts, The Secrets of Dumbledore, which debuted on the streamer on May 30th, although maybe it's best forgotten anyway. I'm not Uh, taking accountability on this. They bear the responsibility to market these things. I, I don't think that they actually promoted it until it actually hit the streamer on May 30th. I'm not sure that they did either. I kind of think they wanted to disassociate themselves from it. Okay, our other HBO Max release is Father of the Bride coming June the 16th. Andy Garcia and Gloria Estefan headline this remake of the classic family comedy with Adria Arjona as the bride and the delightful Isabella Merced will play the bride's sister. This really feels like a movie that should have come out in theaters, and I assume pre-pandemic it would have. At this point, this movie wouldn't register at the box office at all, so it makes sense to be putting it here. But it really does speak to the tough situation that David Zasloff and Warner Brothers Discovery are in right now. They're making theatrical movies and putting them out exclusively on streaming. It's it's a tough spot for them. The other thing that I think is interesting here is that Adria Arjana, the star of this, has been in two big budget Hollywood films. She's been in Pacific Rim, Up- Uprising, and Morbius. And then she's been in two other films. That's where you're going to know her because she was in the Netflix movies, Triple Frontier and Six Underground, both of which had massive viewing numbers, which means this is what a future streaming star looks like. This person has tried their luck in you know, tent pole films and it's gone disastrously, but then you stick her in Netflix stuff and that has been extremely well received. So this is probably a situation where water is finding its way. Okay, we now move on to Paramount Plus, starting with Evil Season 3 coming June the 12th as the series returns to Paramount Plus to scare us all to death. Yeah, Michael Coulter better get that stuff out of the way because this is going to be coming knocking soon. (laughs) That's right. Yep, he can probably do both. Okay, next up on Paramount Plus is Players Season 1. This is a comedic documentary style series that follows a fictional pro League of Legends esports team as they pursue their first championship after years of close calls and heartache. To win it all, they need their prodigy, a 17-year-old rookie, and their 27-year-old veteran to pull their egos aside and work together. Remember, folks, in esports at 27, you are one of the oldest people playing the game. Oh, God. By double. <laughs> yeah. Do they actually mention League of Legends? Is it somehow sponsored by like Riot? Riot Games does get a production credit. Okay. okay. There you go. Cool. I will say, I didn't think the trailer looked bad. At this point, I'm ready to say that CBS is running Paramount Plus very, very well. Halo not included. <laughs> Okay, also from Paramount Plus on June the 17th is Jerry and Marge Go Large. This is based on the true story of Jerry and Marge Selby. Brian Cranston and Annette Benning star as a retired couple who game the lottery to win a fortune and help their small town. This also stars Rain Wilson, Michael McKeon, and Larry Wilmore. 
this one looks great and a fantastic cast. Anything with Brian Cranston is going to be great and add to that, of course. And at Benning, another great actor. Uh, the trailer played very well. Yet another one of these theatrical movies that in a pre-pandemic period might have actually done well for itself at the box office, but now is going straight to streaming. And what I want to stress here is because I've actually read the news article about this from back in the day. They didn't cheat the system. It just so happens that the husband is a math genius who kind of broke the lottery. He kind of figured out what was going to happen, which, you know, that's a beautiful mind type of calculus. Okay, we move on to Peacock and one that we just missed on June the 3rd because, quite frankly, and you'll hear this in a moment, it is very, very difficult to know when things are going to debut on streaming. We referred to it with Fantastic Beasts and now we have it again with The Northman, which debuted on June the 3rd. From visionary director Robert Eggers comes The Northman, an action-filled epic that follows a young Viking prince on his quest to avenge his father's murder. And then, maybe, we don't know, and I actually am going to be surprised if this comes on June the 6th because it's doing well on rental, The Bad Guys. Yeah, this is demonstrating how poorly things are run over at Peacock. There's been speculation, but no confirmation, that this DreamWorks animated movie about a gang of villainous animals who try their hand at being good may be coming to Peacock on June 6th. June 6th is 45 days from its original release. And since it's a DreamWorks animation movie, Peacock is where it would theoretically premiere. But Peacock has said nothing yet about where this movie is actually going to be coming, or rather DreamWorks Animation has said nothing about where this movie is going to be premiering or when it will be premiering on streaming. It's maddening trying to find it, honestly. Okay. And also from Peacock on June the 16th is Rutherford Falls Season 2. This show revolves around lifelong friends Nathan Rutherford, played by Ed Helms, and Reagan Wells, played by Jana Schmieding, whose relationship is tested by some small-town drama that leads Nate to defend a statue of his problematic ancestor, while Reagan is forced to juggle her warring loyalties to her longtime pal, as well as her people of the Minnesota Nation. This one did not register at all during its first season. So the fact that it actually got renewed for a second season is a surprise. Yep. Okay, let's move on to Amazon Prime Video and My Fake Boyfriend debuting on June the 12th. This is legitimately one of the best things we've had on uh, Amazon in a while. It's a romantic comedy film where a character named Andrew is a young man in a tricky situation who decides to follow the advice of his unconventional best friend Jake, as played by Dylan Sprouse. He uses social media to create a fake boyfriend to keep his ex out of his life once and for all. So he gets out of a toxic relationship by pretending like there is a new person in his life but everything backfires when he meets a guy who just might prove to be the love of his life and it turns out that breaking up with your fake social media boyfriend is surprisingly difficult to do so it's shenanigans but it's very well intended and it seems like just the perfect pride month release it really does okay next up is the summer i turned pretty season one coming on june the 17th this one is from Jenny Han, the author of To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And this is a love triangle between one girl and two brothers. A story about first love, first heartbreak, and the magic of that one perfect summer. Yeah, they're, they seem to be very excited about that one. 
And finally, we have The Lake, a limited series coming on June the 17th. Justin, played by Jordan Garavi, a recently divorced gay man, brings Billy, the daughter he gave up for adoption, to the lake where he summered as a boy. Justin hopes spending the summer together with Billy will bring them closer. Still, Justin's obsession with Resting control of his family cottage back from his stepsister, Maisie May, played by Julia Stiles, only pushes them further apart. It will take a lot of growing up for all parties to learn how they fit into a family, including the Iron Lady of the Lake, Maisie. Okay, now we move on to Apple TV Plus and a movie called Cha-Cha Real Smooth coming on June the 17th. A young man who works as a bar mitzvah party host strikes up a friendship with a mother and her autistic daughter. This is written, directed by, and stars Cooper Rafe and features Dakota Johnson, Leslie Mann, and Brad Garrett. And it did win the Audience Award for Drama at Sundance. Oh, damn. That's where I heard that title before. <laughs> yeah, no, this this actually, yeah, this actually got a lot of praise at Sundance. Yep, it did. And then also from Apple TV Plus is Home Season 2. This is a documentary series that offers viewers a never-before-seen look inside the world's most innovative homes. Season 2? Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, now we move on to AMC Plus and Dark Wind Season 1 coming June the 12th. This follows Leaphorn and Chi, two Navajo police officers in the 1970s Southwest that are forced to challenge their own spiritual beliefs when they search for clues in a double murder case. It looks really high quality. This one should be getting a lot of attention. Yeah, and they did have a lot of marketing for it during Better Call Saul, so I think it should have good awareness amongst the audience they'd be wanting to, to get in front of. Okay, we will close it out with the Roku channel and a series we missed called Swimming with Sharks, and it's its first season. Yeah, this one actually came out all the way back on April 15th. We just totally missed one. We're playing catch up with this one as Roku's been flying on the radar a lot lately with their original content. They've had a lot of celebrity driven content with the Quibi shows they acquired. So it's really hard to pick out the stuff that isn't the Quibi content. And that's mostly because just those Quibi shows, just no one really pays any attention to them. So short five, six, seven minute episodes, nobody really watches them. And it doesn't matter how big of a star you put in front of them. But this one really really should have gotten more attention than it got. These are six 30-minute length episodes. The series is actually inspired by the 1994 cult classic of the same name. Kieran Shipka from Netflix's The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina plays an intern for a ruthless studio head played by Diana Kruger, but underneath her naive, innocent exterior lies something much darker. Okay. Well, there's a whole lot of things for you to potentially watch this week, so... Go watch something.